local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on ESPN Radio 1380 AM and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Saturday, August 15th, 2020. Thank you for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And by we, I mean myself and Justin Kenny from OPS. Justin, good morning, sir. How are you and how has your week been? Morning. Uh, good week. Good morning. Uh, very sunny. Very nice. So looking forward to um, football. In a yes, week. had in some a week. scrimmages last night. Had to have some scrimmages scheduled today throughout the area, so uh, it was good to see some football action. I always giggle and, and chuckle when when uh, I get broad uh, uh, statements about uh, scrimmages. This team looked really good. Watch out! This team looked really bad. They're going to be trash. It's it's a scrimmage. It's for the kids. It's for the coaches just to see their kids and somebody else and figure some stuff out. But uh, we'll wait until the start of the season before we start to make some judgments on teams. Yeah, until the records count and uh, and they light up the scoreboards. But, yeah, and scrimmages are, are interesting in and of themselves because if you're not familiar with scrimmages, you're watching in, in or observing uh, in most ca- in, in normal circumstances and, and thinking, what in the heck's going on? I know, right? All of, oh, wait What's a minute. the format Why here? Why did they stop and put the ball over here now? Uh, yeah. All of a sudden. But it is. As you said, uh, a lot of times, too, it's for the coaches who had to replace graduating seniors and did so. And they're looking to see when they're hitting someone or uh, playing against someone in a different colored jersey. If they made the right decision on on player personnel and things of that nature, so and uh, you know and team speed things of that, so uh, it, it's interesting. But football is upon us six days until week one kicks off, and of course, uh, Cherubusco, Columbia City, right here. Uh, Brett and Shannon will have the call, and uh, I'll be along with the Parkview Sports Medicine High School Football Tailgate pregame show. Uh, starting at 6, Brett will have the sports rush from 4 to 6, so another 7 hours comprehensive high school football coverage. So uh, all kinds of things going on that, uh, that we're, we're excited that it's able to get started. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and you're looking at some of the developments we had uh, late this week at high school football level. We see Belmont that will have to scratch their first two games of the season uh, due to some edicts uh, in and around Belmont and Decatur. So uh, you look at uh, that adjustment and the first two local football games being postponed. You see Angola, who I believe in week three is supposed to play a team out of Michigan. And the uh, Michigan uh, High School Athletic Association has now moved the sport to spring. So Angola has an open date. You see Southern Wells shelving football for the Mm -hmm. 2020 season due to lack of numbers. And that's something that we had heard less than 20 kids out at Southern Wells and so they're not going to play this season so already some storylines even before we kick off the season that's right but uh, going back to Southern Wells so 
if I'm not mistaken, they were having problems with healthy players in the past. They didn't have numbers. Yeah. I think did they have to cancel a game or postpone a game last season? I think they had to forfeit at least one game because last they didn't year. have enough players to field the team, and they were young anyway. But and then uh, as far as uh, those that, that weren't on some type of uh, you know injury protocol. Um, you know, so it, it wasn't just COVID related that they said they're they're scrapping it as of now, but uh, they have had some issues in the past, unfortunately, with uh, with participation and with numbers. Yeah, out. yeah. So I mean, it's a school that that continues to shrink with enrollment. I mean, you look at Wells County, and and maybe it has one too many high schools within the confines of Wells County, uh, and Southern Wells can, continues to shrink. So that could be an issue going forward. And then, you know, South Adams switches up their scrimmage that is scheduled for today was going to scrimmage Blackford, who has less than 25 players out. So potentially Blackford could be a team that uh, doesn't finish the season or at least uh, can't play all of its games. So South Adams now will scrimmage Eastbrook today, which will be a very good challenge for them as Eastbrook, a very powerful uh, 2A power in uh, central Indiana. So that, I think that's a positive change for South Adams. So uh, a lot to take in over the last couple of days with uh, scheduling and, and stuff going forward. So um, we knew eventually we were going to have some impacts with scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here it is and trying to figure out, uh, you know, ACAC now with some open dates in there with Southern Wells and, and Belmont, uh, some, some teams scrambling there as well. So uh, hopefully this is the apex of everything. Hopefully this is not the start of a lot of changes. Definitely. 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line. 46862, put TS in your message. Were you out at a scrimmage last night? Give Justin that, hey, so-and-so, this team looked really good. This team <laughs> is going to struggle. Uh, you know, give us give us your thoughts, or did you see an individual player that uh, is, is bursting on the scene? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if you were able to get anywhere near, let's put it that way. Or, uh, you know, and I, I keep forgetting that we don't have spectators sure. in the stands, but uh, on the perimeter, if there were people there, uh, if you had, you know, the players in the family that, that talked about uh, – what we've got, I mean, is as far as, uh, uh, once again, you know, players that are blossoming, things of this nature. So, hey, let us know at 46862-46862-TS in your message. On this date in Fort Wayne sports history, and I, I know this because I am holding Blake Sebring's book, uh, Fort Wayne sports history, in my hand. On this date, August 15th in 1926, Jim Thorpe plays baseball against the Lincoln Lifers. Jim Thorpe, one of the greatest athletes ever to live. Also in uh, 1995, Fort Wayne Golf Association starts its Hall of Fame by inducting Jim Kelly, Hilliard Gates, and Jim Costin. Uh, three pretty good names to start with. Yeah, right. To start a Hall of Fame. And also in uh, the year 2000, East Noble graduate Amy Yoder Begley finishes 26th in the 10,000 meter at the Beijing Olympics. So uh, that is August 15th uh, in Fort Wayne sports history. And uh, in just a personal aside and something, uh, uh, a friend of the show for many years, uh, uh, Charlie Butcher uh, passed away two years ago on this date, and it's, uh, it's one of my good friends uh, for for quite some time. He did so much for me uh, starting out in radio and showed me the ropes and, uh, and became a friend. 
and became a friend on the air and off the air. And uh, we lost him two years ago today, suddenly. And uh, he has missed every single day. And uh, uh, just a lot of love to his family, friends, anybody that was impacted ever by Mr. Charlie Butcher. 46862, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. What we're going to do in just a minute or two, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to be talking with Joe Rudolph. He's the uh, uh, head of officiating in Northeast Indiana um, from the uh, Officials Association. And uh, he's going to talk with us about officiating, the state of officiating as we see it in 2020, the need for officials, uh, what COVID uh, means now to officials going forward, how are officials going to be scheduled. And as Justin and I were talking, you know, some of these schedules of, of let's say, football are moving, you know, to the spring in, in some instances. Or, you know, what's it going to be like if we're going to have a glut of uh, games and matches, etc., contested, and the same officials that are multi-sport officials, you know, where are they going to go? We have an even bigger shortage that way. We're going to talk to Joe about all of that. And uh, when we return, of course, we'll have the text line open as well. Once again, 46862. And don't forget, you can listen to a repeat of the show uh, as a podcast on uh, right now ESPN4Wayne.com. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify. Just uh, search Talking Sports with Jim Shovelin, and you should find uh, also the, the most recent show in an archive as well. Sure. Shows. And I expect that website at some point to change from ESPN Fort Wayne to Fox Sports Fort Wayne, uh, potentially. Yeah, 1380thefan.com. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, but that, is, that will happen Monday. So, gotcha. See, uh, there you go. This is, this is kind of our... our Interim period, yeah. but, but uh, I think you're going to enjoy the, the the Fox Sports lineup uh, that is is offered to you every single day of every single week. So. I know you're very excited for Dan Patrick. I am a gigantic Dan Patrick fan, have been for years, and uh, you know he he left ESPN and the mothership and uh, went to uh, went to Fox, and then uh, you know I was I had to listen to him on on Sirius then too. Uh, after the other station uh, met its demise or uh, was sold or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I am I love Dan Patrick's delivery, his perspective. And uh, I'll tell you what, he gets the A-list as far as guests. If something yeah, happens he does. big, sure. he's got them. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun listening to that. But uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan of Fort Wayne. And... Uh, uh, what I wanted to uh, mention to you, when was the last time you got your water softener inspected by a professional? And not just it. You know, now, if you say, well, I don't have a collagen softener, it doesn't matter. If you have any kind of water softener in your home, you know, maybe it's down in the corner of an old damp basement. You don't know if it's working or not. You don't know if you need it. Twenty nine ninety five. Give your friends at Culligan a call. Four eight four eight six six eight. That's four eight four eight six six eight. Twenty nine ninety five. They'll come and they'll inspect your water softener, regardless of make or model. They'll check the 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 connections, make sure everything's good. The control mechanism, the salt dosage. Are you giving it too much salt? Not enough. The frequency of a regeneration, where it cleans out the salt beds as well, and in the resin beds and 
anything. If, if you're not getting enough uh, flow from the softener, is there a kink in your line? They'll know that. They'll know all of that. $29.95, it's a very small investment to make sure you have the best water coming into your home that, that you can possibly have. Because, remember, hard water is horrible on your waterborne appliances, your water heater, your dishwasher, your washing machine. And if you've priced any of those three appliances lately, they aren't cheap. So, extend the life of those waterborne appliances Twenty nine ninety five. It's a great insurance policy for your water. Give my friends at Culligan a call today. Four eight four eight six six eight. Four eight four eight six six eight. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back with Joe Rudolph when we return. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professional. Professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. Brett Rump. Yes, it's only 60 games, but it's going to be great to have baseball on the TV every night. We'll have NBA basketball. Also, the uh, NFL teams reporting to camp. And, and I forgot to even mention the NHL. I don't know if we've ever had a time where all four sports were happening at the same time. It's pretty rare to have what we're going to see with all of the sports in action. Every weekday at 4, only on ESPN Radio, 1380 and 100.9 FM. Today on Hey Culligan, cleaner, safer drinking water. We got Chris in Cleveland. Hey Culligan, I have a water pitcher. Is that safe? Uh, basic water pitchers are, let's say, passable. But a Culligan reverse osmosis system can do way more and help reduce lead, arsenic, something called pesticide run. Uh, hey Culligan? Yeah, Chris? I I'll take one of those reverse... Uh, reverse osmosis to get the mostas out of your drinking water? Chris, we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Sometimes our food is more than just food. It's an integral part of our community. So this year, Discover is giving $5 million to support black-owned restaurants. To places like Post Office Pies in Birmingham, Alabama. Back in the Day Bakery in Savannah, Georgia. And hundreds more black-owned restaurants in your local community. All across the country. Learn how you can show your support at discover.com. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply, Saturday, August 15th, 2020, along with Justin Kenny from OPS. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until 10 o'clock. The Automotive Color and Supply text line is open for your questions, comments, opinions, suggestions, rants, etc., etc., etc. At 46862, that's 46862, especially if you have a question about officiating or 
the opportunity to become an official at the high school level because on the Talking Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is the head of officiating in Northeast Indiana, and I'll have him give you the, his exact title, but it's Mr. Joe Rudolph. Joe, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I am great this morning, and thanks for joining us to talk about this. And, and when we've uh, been together uh, several times over the life of this show, uh, talking about officiating, and uh, it, it will tell the listeners right away your title uh, with the officiating organization. Yeah, so I, I'm president of the Northeast Indiana Officials Association, which is basically the Fort Wayne area. Um, that covers all sports, not just football, basketball, but it covers every sport. And um, I think we're in the neighborhood of about uh, 270, 280 officials, um, which is actually up, Jim, believe it or not, So, which is good, but uh, 280 officials in that area. So there's, there's 23 associations in the state, and we're just one of those associations. Okay. So, so numbers are increasing. Because I know at one time there was a, a dire need for officials. And, uh, and of course, to become an official uh, of, of, you know, with IHSAA status and licensing, you are allowed to actually, you pay, let's say, $50 to register to take the exam for a sport. But then you can get up to three in that same $50 uh, fee. Is this correct? You're close, yes. So, uh, first of all, um, I guess our numbers are up a little bit, but um, to say that there's a dire need of officials is still correct. Um, uh, we do need officials. Um, we, you know, we're just on a conference call this week with the IHSAA, and, you know, they, they talk about sports specific. Obviously, football is still a huge need. Um, until these cancellations, you know, we, we were down to, man, almost, you know, one crew per game, so to speak. There, there just was, there isn't a lot of surplus in football. Um, but we got on the call the other day and, and you know, and, and they were imploring for swimming and diving officials. Um, so those are the type of things that, that we deal with, with shortage. So like I said, just because our numbers are up, um, a little bit here in Fort Wayne, um, doesn't mean that, we're still in need. Um, to answer your question, it's sixty-five dollars, and you get the three sports um, for that. Um, the beautiful thing is, um, the IHSA has been um, a great partner as far as promoting officiating, promoting sportsmanship to help people want to officiate. Um, but also, they're giving away each association gets ten free licenses now a year. So, if you're serious about it, um, we can actually get you that first year license for free um, to help it out. And so you, you can end up, you know, getting licensed in three sports and not cost you a dime here. And that all works through the IHSA.org website, and they've got a great uh, portal for officials, kind of explain some things. And then a lot of times they'll get you in touch with, you know, whoever that association is in your area. And, um, you know, we'll kind of lead you where you want to go. They're doing some great things. We've got a mentoring program now where um, if you become a new official, we'll, we'll pair you with a mentor uh, with that in that sport to help you along, kind of kind of show you the ropes, you know, explain how training works, explain how, you know, finding games, getting games. Um, and, and then the IHSA is doing a lot of things with, uh, we've got a, a new, um, video software that they're kind of 
championing um, that that helps um, um, the mentors watch game film of officials and kind of critique. So there's a lot of things going on in officiating with us and the IHSA. And um, again, I can't we can't thank the IHSA enough for how much they promote us, protect us, take care of us, um, and try to help us grow. So that's kind of where we're at. Well, Joe, is, and I know the, the licensing exams are kind of cyclical. And, you know, right now, if someone was to say, I, I, regardless of the sport, I, I want to become an official, uh, what exams are coming up that, that uh, someone, if, if they're interested, could, could study for? Actually, Jim, they've kind of changed that as well. You can now take um, whatever test you want. They don't, they don't cap it okay. in a date range, which is kind of nice like they used to. Yeah. So if you want to take the football exam, you can take it right now. If you want to take the softball exam, you could take it right now. So okay. you can go ahead and get your licensing now and, and start working that kind of stuff. So, um, again, they've done a really good job of trying to make this as easy as possible um, with less roadblocks to get you licensed. And then, like I said, then, then they want, they are asking us officials um, that are already licensed, the leadership, to take a step up and really take these people under their wings, uh, under your wings, and, and mentor them along. And um, like I said, here in Northeast Indiana, we're, we're trying to accommodate, uh, move people along. Um, train, I mean, all the things that go along with it. Um, but again, we're, we're fully on board with the initiative of the IHSAA to get new officials rolling. Well, Joe, if someone uh, is to, you know, look into the IHSAA.org website and say, yeah, this is something I want to do, and I know we've, we've already touched on this just a little bit briefly, but, but take us through uh, the, the start. What do you do initially, and, and how do you go through uh, everything involved to get your get your license and to become active. Yeah, sure. So you, you obviously sign up through the IHSA.org website, um, or if you get an official and they get you in touch with somebody like myself, and we can walk you through that whole process as well. And that goes along with getting you that free license if you're interested. But once you sign up and and you're ready to roll. Um, whatever sport you decide, then um, you get uh, to take that test. Um, the test is an online, for that specific sport, um, the test is, a, is an open book test, 100 questions. Um, you've got to get a 75 out of 100. Um, you can you can start the test, save it, come back to it, whatever. Again, they're, they're making it fairly easy um to, to get you licensed. Um, so that process, to me, is really the easy part, Jim, um, because, uh, again, they want you to have some sports knowledge, obviously, but they're also trying to make it easy to get you to the point that, okay, you know, Jim Shevlin now has his license. Um, now he's ready to go. go. And then at that point, um, the, the, the fun begins, the work begins for that official, and at that point, then um, the IHSA wants you to get involved with a local association like ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and then get that mentor. And then that mentor will walk you through. You know, uh, football meetings are going on right now uh, um, for that specific sport. Volleyball uh, meetings are going on currently. Um, each association has 
anywhere in person or uh, um, unfortunately this year some Zoom meetings, uh, the ability to do Zoom meetings, you know, you're going to have um, eight to ten local meetings that that uh, you can attend, they're rules meetings, they're, they're process meetings, they're um, film study, um, and then also the IHSA usually has uh, two online meetings where they give videos um, to uh, help along with that training process, and that's usually preseason stuff, Jim. And then, um, like I said, then at that point, then the association really wants to mentor those people, help them get games. A lot of times they're starting at the middle school level, get them games, um, you know, and then again, that whole mentoring process where somebody's watching them, paying attention to them, um, helping them along in the process, and then just, you know, kind of let them dive in both feet and, and see where they're at, so... We're talking this morning with Joe Rudolph, president of the Northeast Indiana Officials Association. And, Joe, you've been an official for about a dozen years. Is that close? I think we're at, uh, this will be year 15 or 16. I Yikes. 15, something like that. So. My goodness, you haven't you haven't aged a day since you walked in there. I'll tell you because something like that. <laughs> tell my tell my tell my knees and my back that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but now, what sports are you licensed in? I am strictly licensed in basketball. Okay. Um, obviously, my my schedule as a as a high school football coach doesn't allow me um, to coach or to referee football. But someday when my when my uh, coaching days are over if that ever happens i would i would officiate football in a heartbeat um i'm a baseball guy um i was licensed in baseball in my early years but um job requirements and stuff um didn't allow me to really start my baseball career so i ended up just being a basketball guy um it works for me based on my schedule and and uh, but again, I, I have interest in everybody. I want to help everybody. I want to help every every sport where we can. Um, you know, our, our our officers and our board are very in tune. Um, most of our officers and board members in our association are multi-sport guys. I'm I'm kind of one of the few that only does a single sport. But like I said, if I had the time opportunity, it's very rewarding at the end of the day, Jim. And I and I always tell people, especially for you know we, you know we've talked about it. Justin, Kenny, and I have talked about it. We've got to get younger. Um, you know, I'm 50 years old, and, and uh, you know, I don't know how many more years I've got, but we got to get younger. But I always tell people there's no better part-time job for college kids than officiating basketball, football, baseball, volleyball, softball. Um, you know, to go make, you know, $65 in an hour and a half worth of work and get some exercise and give back to the game, I can't think that you can do that in any part-time job anywhere else. So. 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line 46862. Put TS in your message. If you have a question for Joe this morning, he'll be with us until about 945 or so. And, uh, and of course, he's got a, a big football scrimmage over at Bishop DeWanger with the Carroll Chargers and Bishop DeWanger Saints. So uh, has to head over there. So we appreciate the time he's willing to spend with us and talk about officiating and the need for officials and in the logistics, what it takes. Now, uh, Joe is... As far as your career in officiating, what got you to finally say, "Okay, I'm going to do this"? Did you had you had thoughts about this prior to uh, registering and in signing up for uh, the licensing exam, or or what was it that caused you to say, "I want to do this"? Huh, great question. It was kind of on a whim. I 
no no plans to be an official ever. Um, you know, sports guy played, uh, avid sports watcher. Um, um, had contact with a guy who was a basketball official, a church guy actually, and said, well, "What the heck are you doing?" I, I, you know, at the time, Jim, I think I was, you know, thirty-two, thirty-three years old, and he says, "What are you doing?" You know, and he gave me that same spiel I just gave you. You know, give back. You know, you're the type of guy that we need on the basketball floor, and um, so. It was like, really? And then, you know, my wife heard the spiel, and, and it's a nice little part-time gig for you. Obviously, I was working full-time at the time on my normal job, and and it just said, you know, okay, so I'll do it. And so then I walked through the process, and he really became my mentor at the time and kind of tagged me along, and I, I rode along to games with him. He was a varsity official at the time, and and uh, then I, I always tell the story. I remember... Uh, you know, my first day I go out and I, and I get trained at Spieth Fieldhouse back in the day, um, and I'm doing some gym rats games at Spieth, and I think I'm doing a fourth grade, you know, boys basketball game, and I'm thinking, what in the world am I doing? This game is so fast. <laughs> so uh, out of control, and I'm not sure what I'm doing. So uh, believe me, there's that, you know, dose of reality, and then it's just, you know, you get those guys around you like, slow down, you're fine, you know, you you can do this, and, and that positive reinforcement, and then, you know, it's just like anything else. The game slows down to you, and, and, and you know, you start to pick things up, and you see plays, and, and you get the experience, and, and then you just roll. So, um, but, yeah, like I said, that. I had no aspirations to be an official, and now, now I don't know what I would do without it. Um, the relationships I have with people, the relationships I have with coaches, the relationship I have with athletic directors—you know—I wouldn't know Justin Kenny if if I wasn't an official type of a thing. And and those are those are, are relationships and and situations that I wouldn't give up for anything at this point. And honestly, um, it's, to me, it's not about the money anymore. Again, I you know I, I tout the money, and it's not about money for. A year old guy but it definitely is about um, staying involved and giving back to kids and that's really where it's at right yeah yeah the money isn't such that that you can make this just a full-time gig or anything like that but it's it's appreciation with the uh with the the checks that are given to you as well after a contest so uh yeah it's it's great but uh yeah in in looking back and you know you mentioned some early mentors and uh in in those that that helped you along and i you know i can recall the speech days as well i remember uh well i i sat next to you in the uh, licensing exam and uh and and got mine and uh and i was more cut out for pa work i think than uh than officiating work but uh, my very first game out at Spies, i remember uh working with john pfeiffer and uh and it, i guess maybe luckily for me the game was like 34 to 1 at halftime and in in fact it was uh, the late dr stephen hatch coaching uh, austin hatch in in uh, in their team uh, out at Spies. and uh you know so so there wasn't any uh, uh you know big uh, contestant or anything like that there wasn't uh, uh you know a, a real tight game that the one call was going to make it or break it or anything like that so uh it was just uh, you know and, and of course having the as a, as a young rookie uh, very green by 
90 years uh, going on to the court, it's always nice to have a veteran who goes, it'll be yep. all right. We're going to yep. make it through. This clock is going to roll, and, and this game will be over in an hour, and we're good. In an hour from now, you will have that game under your belt, and you're ready to go. But that was the one thing that I noticed, that all the veteran officials, they didn't they didn't play any games or anything like that, no pun intended, with you. They were there to help you because the stronger the younger ones got and the newer ones got, then the easier it was for them because uh, then they had to do their job, not their job and part of yours as well. So, but yeah, uh, you ab- know, absolutely. You know, the other thing too, Jim, is sometimes it's nice to have those thirty-four to one games because we always say, you know, I think I just stole money for the last hour, <laughs> and then there's the next the next night uh, you can earn every penny of it too. So um, it goes both ways. But but again, I wouldn't trade either game either. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now let let's talk, Joe, about. COVID-19 and in what yeah. it has done uh, in regards to to sports and officiating at the high school level for you because you know as we go along and in, in even at uh, the, uh, the the college sports switching uh, fall schedules to spring schedules and in keeping spring schedules as they are with the spring sports this is going to be a log jam of a lot of games matches things of this nature uh, happening in the spring months of the year in 2021, and will there be enough officials uh, to cover everything if, if that does indeed happen completely? Well, uh, obviously, uh, COVID is big in the referee world as far as precautions, um, protocols, and whatnot, and, it, and it's not—it has not been fun. Um, I feel like I'm getting it both ways being a football coach where we have been very um, strict and stringent with kids on what we need to do and how we need to do it, and we're doing the same thing with referees. Now, um, in the referee world, it's got to be a no-judgment zone because we have had a few officials opt out um, and say it's not worth it to me, um, you know, um, we've had officials opt out for the first couple of weeks and say, I just want to see how things are going. Um, that, that we, we can't judge them. We can't ding them. We can't, um, you know, it's a personal choice. And, and everybody understands. I hope everybody understands. Um, by the same token, we've got people that say, let's go. Let's, you know, let's give these kids, you know, some se- uh, sense of normalcy. And, uh, again, I don't care what side you're on. I don't want to make this political by any means. Um, but it's been a tough process. Um, and, and we're, we're talking officiating every day and the, the effects of COVID on officiating. And it's going to be tough. And, and, uh, I, I think we're ready for the challenge for the people that are saying they are going to work. Um, they know the risk and they also, uh, we've ingrained the protocols, um, into their brains and they're ready to go. You know, um, obviously I couldn't go watch, um, scrimmages last night, um, being a coach, <clears throat> which would be illegal, but um, from what I've been told, um, players handled it well, coaches handled it well, and officials handled it well. Um, again, a little bit different in scrimmage to become, uh, you know, versus a real game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think we're prepared as well as we possibly can be. Um, you know, I, I heard our our athletic director here at Carroll say, you know, I don't know if we're doing things right. Ask me in three months. Ask me in six months. You know, could we be wrong? I, you know, I I, I, I hope we're doing everything based on what the CDC guy guidelines are telling us and what our local health department um, has been telling us. And by the way, the Allen County Health Department has been outstanding. 
um, they have really led us here at Carroll as well as as other schools, um, and, and, and they're trying to get us back on the field of play in, in schools as well. Um, again, officials need to step up and do the right things, and I think we're doing that. And again, same thing. If if, if they don't want to work, then then we completely understand. We're talking this morning with Joe Rudolph, president of officiating, uh, high school officiating in Northeast Indiana. 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line, and uh, had a text that came in that said, uh, so if one of the benefits of officiating is meeting Justin Kenny, just how good is this job? And, and that was and that was uh, signed by B. Dot Rump. Okay. <laughs> is that my phone number? This is texting right. in. You want me to be really honest, I'm going to give you a, it's a funny question, obviously, and, and Rump's a funny guy sometimes, but, uh, um, and make sure he knows that I am wearing a mask, because I, I know that yes. he's, you know, <laughs> wants everybody to wear masks, so that's my dig back to him, but honestly, um, I, I appreciate you, Jim, because, you know, you and I have conversations about officiating a lot, and you are a great supporter, but Justin Kenny's a great supporter. I mean, Justin's got my phone number, he's got my email address, and he knows he can contact me anytime when it comes to comes to those type of questions, but you guys have done a great job of helping us promote, um, you know, um, you guys are in, in a job where you watch for and you say, what in the world was Joe looking at there when he blew his whistle? But by the same token, you know where my heart is. You know you know where what we're all about. And I, I can't thank you two enough for what you guys do to help promote officials and, again, overlook some of our weaknesses, but yet um, know that we're a great need and the sports need us and um, – you guys have a, a a voice, you know. Obviously, Justin Kennedy and Dan Vance have a huge voice in Fort Wayne with 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 their venture, um, with what they do, and and they've been fantastic um, as far as promoting officials and, and kind of helping us along. So again, you know, I appreciate Brett's uh, joke, but by the same token, um, I can't thank you two enough for what you do for us. Well, without officials. How could we have any kind of games, matches, contests, things of that, you know, at, well, well, at the high school? We, we can't, and if, if everybody felt that way, we'd be in a lot better situation, you know. Um, you know, the sack not having fans the first two weeks is actually probably going to be nice for officials because they won't have to hear all the crud and crap that comes out of the stands. But um, I, I hope that the initiatives of the IHSA and, and you guys talking that sportsmanship is important and lay off the officials a little bit as, as is helping. I hope it continues to help. But, again, um, you guys kind of understand. You've talked to me enough. You've talked to other officials enough to know Again, where our hearts at? What? Why we do what we do? What's our why? And um, I think you guys get it. And in turn, um, you guys are doing your part to help us out. Well, Joe, let, let's go back to that. You did the the overzealous fan, uh, regardless of what uh, stands or bleachers this fan might be in, regardless of sport. But how does a young official deal? With perhaps uh, an overzealous fan or, or an irate fan, and uh, you know, I mean, for, for for lack of a better term, is there training involved that that helps to to deal and cope with that? 
Well, obviously we train and we talk and we tell them to have thick skin and ignore. And, and Jim, it's, it's human nature. It's, it's, it's not always that easy. And a lot of times it's just the personality of, of that official coming in. Can they handle it or can they not? And you and I both know that we've seen officials that have walked out and said, uh, got yelled at and said, yeah, forget it. This is it. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not putting up with this. Um, no amount of money is worth that. So um, it's tough. And, you know, as much training as you can give, um, we've easily had people say, forget this, I'm, I'm out. So, um, again, I, I just can't implore people enough um, to, I get it, you're, you're, you're emotionally invested. Your son's on the floor. Or your favorite team is, is, is on the floor. But, um, you know, we're giving our best effort. Um, we're, we are training. We are working. Are we going to be perfect every night? Never. Uh, you know, we, the, the cliche is the day I work the perfect basketball game is the day I retire. You know, make mistakes every night. So it, it's just I just wish people would understand, like you guys do, where, where we're at. And I, and I think we're getting better. At least I hope we are. Um, but, you know, you can walk into Speech or Sport 1, not this year, but in the past, and just watch people get all over a guy who's in his third game or fourth game, and it's like, stop, please stop, mm-hmm. you know. This isn't helping. This isn't helping the sport. This actually is having an adverse effect on the sport itself and, and the sport that you love and the sport that your son is or daughter is in. So, you know, slow your roll here a little bit and really decide what's important. And, and that's easier said than done. I mean, we're all sports fans, and, you know, I'm a Notre Dame football fan, and and it's tough for me not to, you know, bring the officials into a game while I'm watching Notre Dame play football. So I get it. Um, I understand you're emotionally invested, but kind of take a step back a little bit, you know? True. Well, and, and I would say that a high percentage of those that, that jump all over an official on a regular basis probably couldn't open a case book for that specific sport and, and uh, get two out of ten answers correct when I when you know <laughs> I couldn't begin to tell you how wrong fans are and even sportscasters a lot I mean I listen to I you know I watch playbacks of my game and I can't tell you how many times the the guy doing the commentary has been wrong on a rule or a, or a case book play and he's just completely wrong and 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 nobody is there to correct them either and, and it's tough that's the tough part. Um, I will tell you, we are very, very well versed in rules. So, you know, when the ball rolls on the top of the backboard and everybody's yelling that the ball's out of bounds, oh, those three, you know, those three idiots missed the call. Well, we didn't miss the call. You know, you missed the call. We know the rules. You don't. You know, those are the type of things that are, are maddening at times as well. What is the most common misconception on rules in high school basketball? Huh. Where do I even start? I could go about 10, 12, you know. Travel is always a good one. Travel is a hard one. Um, uh, again, you know, the bottom line is you, you can pick your pivot foot up. You can't put it back down on the floor. So you see, you're seeing a lot of different post moves now that are legal, and everybody's like, that's a travel, you know, or the slide on the floor with a, with a you know, with a loose ball, you know. Technically, you know, I grab a loose ball and slide from one end of the floor to the other when I come to the stop, pass it, and be legal. And, you know, those the fans always yell, that's a travel. You know, he slid on the floor. You're right, he did. He did. You're right. You know, but so those are a lot. We could go, we could do a whole hour on fan misconception of rules and play. 
We need to. Sport, too. We need to do that before the start of basketball season, Joe. I would love it. Football's yeah. the same way, you know. Hey, he, the the cornerback chucked the receiver past five yards. Well, that's a that's a that's not a high school rule. But thank you for your interpretation <laughs> of what you think the rule is. You know, so we get those things all the time. And again, I just wish people would just sit back and watch the game and let us do our job. And and again, it's easy to know when when Joe screwed up. I get it. You know, I made a judgment call and it was wrong i get it but when you start um you know yelling rules and you really don't have a clue that's when it gets a little frustrating sure joe you have just a couple minutes left before you have to go uh thoughts uh, final thoughts for the listeners well, like I said, you know, be patient with officials. Be patient during this COVID pandemic. This isn't fun for anybody. You know, I worry about our fellow officials. Um, we've got a lot of people that are that are masking up and and putting on the uniform this morning and last night. Um, you know, volleyball and soccer are are kicking off and and um, you know, there's a lot of people that are that are that are trying to help the games and the sports and and be patient. Be patient with the players. Be patient with the athletic departments. Um, you know, it's not fun. You know, I have a son, a sophomore son, playing here at Carroll and. And my wife can't come to the games to watch him play. Um, and, and there's some frustration behind that. But, you know, you got to understand why why those decisions are being made. And, and you know, I, 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 I pray for the, you know, the superintendents of schools, you know, the leaders of schools every day that, you know, um, I can't imagine the stress they are under. You know, I can't imagine the stress that our, our local health department is under, Jim. And, and so I'm asking people to be patient. Um, this is about the kids, and if we're doing it about the kids, then then let's try to do the things that they're asking us to do. You know, again, I'm going to be Brett Rupp, Brett Rupp here, but let's mask up. Let's mask up. Let's weigh it as quickly as we can. And I don't think it's going to be eradicated anytime soon. But you know, I, nobody, you two, and and myself, nobody wants sports more than the three of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and do the things that we need to do to get there. And, and then, again, at the same time, remember the officials that are giving their time away from their families and, and honestly, you know, maybe putting ourselves at risk here a little bit. You know, we talk about the age, and I think Justin and I talked about that uh, in the last couple of weeks when uh, through an email that, you know, there's a lot of officials that are in the in at-risk categories, but yet they're willing to mask up and go officiate. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to those people. And, again, the flip side is, We've got officials that said, hey, you know, my parents are 84 years old and I want to see them on a regular basis and and I'm going to choose to opt out um, so I don't bring COVID to them or whatever. And so, again, this is a tough situation for everybody. I'm not sure there's a right or wrong answer, um, but, you know, let's be compassionate and let's make this thing try to work. Joe, I know you got to go, but we got a text that came in that says, and, and just a real quick answer to this, please. Uh, as an official, does Joe believe we should have a shot clock in basketball? <laughs> I'm 50 years old, so my answer is no. <laughs> I love the game the way it is, but again, I'm just one guy. Um, if you came out tomorrow and said we've got a shot clock, I would say great, let's put a shot clock in. But my personal opinion is I love the game the way it is, but again, I'm an older guy. Um, I'm kind of old school, so I'm probably not the guy to ask. Um, it, it, again, if the shot clock came out, fine. I, I think it would make the high school game sloppier, um, be quite honest with you. Um, again, these are all just my personal opinions. 
Um, I also don't think that there's some schools that are in a position to buy shot clocks and have a second clock operator to handle it. And, and it, it, again, we could, we could get into the shot clock situation, but just my opinion. So don't shoot the messenger on this one. All right, Joe, thank you so much. I know you've got to run, but thank you so much. And I, I swear, we want to do this for basketball. Come on in, and, and we will uh, we will have Let's an hour's it, worth. That's Would for, love to. That's for sure. Well, let's keep in touch, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us. Good All luck right. today. We'll see you. All right. Thanks. That was All Joe right. Rudolph, head of officiating, high school officiating in northeast Indiana. Um, 15, 16 years he's been doing basketball, and I can remember when he started, and, and I, I just watched his ascent, uh, working with some of the uh, veterans and uh, the Steve Howells and, 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 and the, the Wolves and the, the Fifers and, and on and on, and the Shippies, and, you know, it just... And then, you know, getting his own, getting his sectional games and things. And then that's usually the kind of a highlight when uh, the IHSAA selects you for different postseason games and such. So, uh, you know, it's like Tom Neuenschwander would uh, would perhaps, uh, you know, get some baseball games back in the day uh, when he was officiating as well. And, and we've had so many from around this area who have been uh, at the elite level for high school officiating. So a lot of people like to rant. A lot of people like to be uh, irate get on the officials but like joe said you know as far as knowing the rules and things like that the training they go through justin is incredible everybody's an expert come uh, on the basketball court or or football field but with the the joy that i have with joe and the relationship i have is he's not hesitant to reach out and say justin you're wrong and that's I and sometimes you need that because mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion and he's he's a guy that's going to approach you and not maliciously or or anything but he's going to tell you why you were wrong and or you point this out and he says this is why we did this or that he's very patient with people and he wants people to understand yes as much exactly. as possible yeah exactly yeah Joe uh, one of the good guys that's for sure and. Uh, the text line still open. The Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. 46862TS in your message. Uh, we're going to go ahead and step out, take a break. We'll come back with the last segment of the show in just a moment. You're listening to Talk and Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on ESPN Radio 1380 AM, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. BetMGM Sports wants you to start out with amazing odds on this week's most anticipated matchup. New customers have a chance to win $100 in free bets when they place a $1 bet on Saturday's MMA fight, either Cormier or Miocic, to win. Use bonus code DC100. All you have to do is sign up and make your first wager to take advantage of this offer. 
An August pack with basketball, baseball, and hockey. It happens once in a lifetime. So don't miss this chance to get a piece of the action at BetMGM with live betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code DC100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on either Cormier or Miocic to win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Indiana. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply, Saturday, August 15th, 2020. That's Justin Kenny from OPS over there running the controls, playing Journey, things like that. And I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until 10 o'clock. Thanks to Joe Rudolph for joining us on the show this morning and talking about officiating. Thanks for your text that came in as well regarding that, too. A few more things. I I know I'm going to be heading from here, heading over to Brookwood Golf Course. going to be uh, representing uh, the Mad Ants along with uh, Coach Steve Ganzi, sales extraordinaire uh, Matt Gasson. Season ticket member Ron Holly, we're going to uh, tee it up and uh, play in a, an outing out at Brookwood. Just uh, more of what uh, what we like to do in the summer: get out and, uh, and support charitable causes. So uh, we're going to do that. Uh, what does Mister Kenny have on his uh, docket today? I'm going to watch uh, Indy 500 qualifying. It starts at 11 o'clock. That's so, right. So uh, six hours of sitting in front of the television, and I tried to give my wife fair warning that that was my plan, but I'm sure something will come up to where I'll be pulled away. But you, can you can you say, but honey, it, it's my job. I uh, see. I used to be able to pull that when I was a full-time journalist. Yeah, full-time. Yeah, right. That's all you could do. And uh, she's, you know, she she pretty much shoots that down. I, I could do that when I was in newspapers uh, full-time, but not. True. Okay. And so I tried to get as much done yesterday. We'll see. I, she asked if I was doing stuff in the in the lawn today. Said tomorrow. So hoping I can clear a schedule. But other than that, just uh, p- pumping out some more stuff for outside the huddle as we count down the days to the start of the season. We got a big baseball game tomorrow. Do you? Us Yankees play the Colt 45s. How about that? In a, in a tournament game. Uh, I think it's a winner's bracket. Uh, championship over at Carrington Field at 1 o'clock tomorrow, so that's going to be exciting. But uh, tell me a little bit, too. I keep hearing about the OPS construction. I've seen Dr. Nelson's uh, tweets with his videos about things going on. What what can you tell us about the, the progress that's going on out there? Construction continues on our 99,000 square foot facility on the uh, campus of Lutheran DuPont, right off DuPont Road. So uh, hopefully we will open that at some point next year in 2021 uh, i know there's continue to lay the foundation uh support beams hopefully will be coming up in the next week or two so steel going up uh, on site soon um it, it's really exciting for us it's been a, a real dream and goal of the last several years uh for dr russell our executive director and for that to go up you could see the excitement on his face every time he's out there dr nelson of course too with one, with uh, his weekly videos with his ops hard hat on um 
it, it's going to be great. We we announced our our, uh, our our partnership with Free Motion Fitness that does top of the line fitness equipment and technology. That's going to um, really redesign how uh you know workouts and and fitness is in fort wayne and having them on board and being able to have a relationship we do with them is going to be phenomenal so it's exciting every single time we can go out there and see that progress we've seen the blueprints for years and now we're finally seeing actual construction so as much as we love our facility off freeman street which will still remain uh our our epicenter of operations will move off dupont road in 2021 at some point hopefully this time next year we're in our new digs let me ask you a marketing question if you will um how long has ops been in operation here in fort wayne it's been about a half dozen years since it's been an official uh, operation you know dr russell started optimum performance um on his own and uh, it was his practice and then now it, it's kind of been adopted through the ortho orthopedic hospital which uh which runs us an orthopedic hospital an arm of lutheran health network so uh yeah about a half dozen years and and we feel like uh growth has been significant and and we're only going to continue to do that not just in the fitness realm but also with our athletic trainers and well as well and and spreading our footprint throughout northeast indiana in that respect well yeah it seems six years but it seems like ops has been around a lot longer than that and that's a tribute to the branding yeah of those that uh, that are marketing ops because my goodness it seems like you are everywhere, yeah, and uh, it, it is great. And um, you know, the, the, you see the logos just about everywhere you see sports, and uh, and it's it's you know that you know from from the perspective of Dr. Russell, Dr. Nelson, and everybody that's involved, everybody I know over there, you know Heidi, yourself, Kevin Bloom, other Matt Roth, everybody that, that's part of that, you know, all first class people too. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, I mean, you Did know, I the, mention you in that. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. like, you know, yeah. the, the personalities we have at Ops are phenomenal. I mean, there were just regular people just having fun and looking out for athletes. And and it's a really laid back atmosphere. Uh, we want the kids to have fun. We want the kids to get better. But we also take things very seriously on the athletic training room. We have a phenomenal athletic trainers from Mad Ants and Comets uh, through high schools and colleges and, and universities. And and that 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 those relationships that we build and dr russell has built in particular to really be a trusted arm of sports medicine in this area and then also you know parents that trust us with their athletes with normal workouts and then with our new facility you know the entire families can come in and get training and workouts so the relationship is the basis for everything dr russell has built that and he's instilled that in us and made it a priority is that hey we're going to be good people we're going to be approachable people we're going to be honest people and we're also going to give uh folks the best in in what they are are looking for so it's worked out pretty well over six years awesome stuff awesome stuff well that's going to just about do it for talking sports for saturday august 15th don't forget if you missed any part of talking sports this morning you can check us out at our podcast page at right now espn for wayne.com uh until uh, sunday night at midnight or uh or uh, on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify uh pick up any uh, or an archive version of talking sports as well and uh next week of course we'll be with uh with 
the new 1380 The Fan. We're really excited about being part of that as well. And high school football in six days, seven days. We'll have all the scores and highlights for you right here on Talkin' Sports. Many thanks to Joe Rudolph for being uh, part of the show today. Thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping it all smooth as silk. And thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in to Talkin' Sports each and every Saturday morning. So until next Saturday, have a great week, everybody. One of the most challenging tasks for a race car driver is qualifying at Indy. Join us as the drivers of the NTT IndyCar Series attempt to qualify at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500. Listen to the final day of qualifying this Sunday on this IMS Radio Network station. Fort Wayne Sports Station, ESPN Radio 1380 and 100.9 FM. Hey guys, in need of a haircut? Whether it's too long, unmanageable, or showing the results of a at-home haircut, there's good news. Honeycuts is now open. You need stylists that specialize in men's cuts. And Honeycuts is your men's haircut headquarters with over 40 years experience. Getting back to normal is about getting your look back to normal. And Honeycuts is now open and operating under Indiana guidelines. Clean, safe, and socially distanced. Honeycuts stylists are taking appointments right now. Don't wait. Call 444-5484. Honeycuts has an... Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.